Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, August 12th, and we are glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. Uh, we have another, uh, another warm day, we'll put it that way, uh, but we're thankful for all that the Lord has done. We had a great service last night, our prayer meeting, Bible study, and children's ministries, and teen ministries, and we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you're doing well, whether you're uh, on your lunch break, or maybe this is your day off, or, or maybe you're retired. And, uh, you know, if you're retired, you know how that works. Uh, if you're, you're on call 24-7 from all the people that are not retired. They're calling you, but I hope you're having a good day, and we welcome you today, those watching on Facebook, those listening on the radio, those on our podcast, and then those who are listening on our radio app. We welcome each of you. Happy birthday today to Sarah Carter and also to Cindy Jones. I hope you ladies have a good day today. And then happy anniversary today to Stephen and Carol Wade. And I hope you'll have a great day and uh, you folks are a blessing. Let's be in prayer for our church. Uh, pray for our school starting up on Monday. Uh, let's pray for all of our teachers and all of our students going back to school. Some started this week already. Uh, some students and a lot of teachers are back uh, getting ready for school. And uh, our students at Victory Christian Academy will be starting on Monday. And then the rest of our students that are attending other schools, they'll be starting here in the next uh, week or so. Let's be in prayer for them. And uh, let's hear a great song today. Uh, whenever I think of this song, I always think about Landon Morris in our church. And he sings this song, does a good job. But uh, this is not Landon singing. This is another uh, singer here. But uh, here's a song, I'm a winner either way. The Apostle Paul said it like this. He said, I'm in, a, I'm in a strait betwixt two. He said, I have a desire to depart and to be with Christ. He said, but also I want to stay and be here with you. And, you know, in the Christian life, uh, we are winners. We're on the victory uh, side if we are here and if we're living for God. But if we die, we go to heaven and we're with Jesus, we're a winner there too. And so uh, I hope that uh, you and I will experience that victory. No matter what happens down here, no matter what happens in this life, if you know the Lord, you can be a winner either way. I hope you enjoy this great song and then we'll get into Proverbs 13 for our Bible study. one knew he'd reached the end of life's journey. He'd been holding to God's hand a long, long time. But as I knelt beside his bed, my heart was thrilled at what he said. If I go I'm a winner either way. 
Amen for that song, and uh, I appreciate uh, all the good music we have here on our radio station, and uh, that's a lot of work, getting all these songs together. I appreciate Brother Caleb and, of course, Brother Nathan. Really, both of those uh, men have been very instrumental with the radio station. Brother Dan did so much of the, the paperwork, the legal work, getting all that set at the beginning, and uh, now with uh, Brother Caleb being here, he's kind of become the radio man. I don't know if that was the the, the plan necessarily, but that's the way it has worked, and I appreciate all he does to get these good songs, and I love listening to these songs, and you know, uh, the, there's so much more to these songs than just, oh, wait, that's cute or all oh, that's sweet, but these songs are based upon the truths and the promises of the Word of God, and so we're not just singing something or playing something to make you feel better. We're telling you, hey, this is the truth. This is what we as Christians have to look forward to, and I thank the Lord for that great song. Proverbs 13, in your Bibles, we started in this chapter. Number one, we talked about companions and choosing the right friends. That is so important. We talked yesterday about our children and the responsibility of parents to their children and, 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 and how we must have discipline in our homes. And there must be rules, uh, but there must also be a relationship. And, uh, you know, I thank the Lord that God gave us that story of the prodigal son and you know what's so amazing to me is that that son, um, he was disrespectful to his father. He wasted all of his inheritance. He, he stormed out of there and he went and did his own thing. He thought he knew better. But you know what blesses my heart is to see in that story that when the prodigal son, when he was coming home, the father was watching, the father was waiting. Now, I will say this. The father did not go to the pig pen. 
And the Father did not join the Son out in the world, and He didn't join His Son out in all the wickedness. The Father stayed right. The Father stayed true to God. And then when the Son realized the mistakes that He had made, when He came to Himself, the Bible says, He realized, boy, I had it so much better at home. And I'm glad that that prodigal son, I'm glad he had a loving father back home, a, a consistent father. And I hope we'll always be like that. You know, uh, there, there are some folks in our church and your children have gone a different direction. Uh, and that's true in every church. That's true in every situation. That, that's going to happen. But you know what I admire so much about people like that is that although your children have gone a different direction, you still love them. Um, you, you haven't uh, uh, thrown in the towel. You haven't gone the way of the world. You haven't given up on the Bible. You still love God. You still love your child and you're still there and you're praying and you're burdened for your child. And I hope we have that kind of a relationship with our children. Uh, except for the grace of God, uh, none of our children will turn out right. Um, and uh, really the truth is we can teach them and we can instruct them. But then they're going to have to make some decisions on their own. And uh, I hope that was a help yesterday in talking about our children. And we said that um, rules uh, without relationship often lead to rebellion and many times to resentment. And so I hope we'll have that relationship. Number three today, I want to talk to us about correction. And we're not just talking about children here. We're talking about all of us that we need correction. Notice verse number one in Proverbs 13. The Bible says a wise son. I'd like to be uh, someone like that who is wise. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Now that's interesting because it talks about a wise person and a scorner. So there's a difference there. But in the first case, it's referred to as instruction. But in the second case, it's referred to as rebuke. Well, what's the difference between instruction or rebuke? Well, I understand sometimes it could be in the person giving it, uh, maybe in the spirit in which it is given. But you know, many times the difference is how we take it. If I get upset and I get offended and I say, you're not going to tell me what to do, then that's probably more I feel like I've been rebuked. But if someone gives me some instruction or someone gives me some counsel or someone gives me some guidance, and I will receive that and say, you know, you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, that's what I need to do. And I admit it. And I made some mistakes. Many times it's our pride, is it not, that gets in the way and say, well, who do they think they are? And they can't tell me what to do. Well, friend, we all need instruction. We all need correction. Most people, in my experience, and again, I'm, I've not had a, a, tons of experience in all different fields, but in churches, uh, in youth groups, uh, in ministries, in, with families, with church members. In my experience, I find that it's very difficult for people to take correction. Now, there are some times where I don't even give correction because I think that person's not going to take it anyway. It's not going to help anything anyway. That person doesn't really want to know anyway. And can I tell you, we all must be willing to receive correction. Uh, a wise person can take it. It says, a wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Notice with me verse number 18. The Bible says, uh, he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Did you know there's a blessing that comes when you can receive and, and, and do something with 
the re- reproof that you've been given, the, the instruction that you've been given. Now you say, well, pastor, this is talking about a wise son and it's talking about a father. Well, you're right. I understand that. And this was written from a father to a son, but as God's children, he is our father. And I wonder, would you and I say that, yes, we do take correction from our Father? Do we take correction from the Word of God? Do we take correction from the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God? Do you take correction in the morning when you read your Bible and and the Holy Spirit of God speaks to you? Or do you just get locked into reverse? Do you say, I'm not taking that? I remember when I was in uh, high school, uh, I played the trumpet, I uh, played in uh, elementary, we had a school band, and I played in high school, I played in a school band, and I played a few um, offertories for church with my trumpet. I was, I was never really that good, I mean, I enjoyed it, and I could play, uh, you know, a piece in a school concert or something like that, but um, one year, uh, my, I forget if it was the band director or the choir director, but, but someone talked me into uh, entering a competition playing my trumpet. And uh, I, I, I promise I worked at it, I did my best, but I got in that competition. It was a statewide competition in Illinois. And I got in that competition and I played that piece with my trumpet and it didn't go very well. Uh, I kind of got messed up in the middle of the piece. You know, you're supposed to have it memorized and I, I kind of got missed, lost my place. And then I kind of got back in and th- then there were some parts that were very high and very difficult and I was all messed up. I didn't do that very well. And I got done and it was a flop. Just to be totally honest, it was not good. And so when you do something like that, that's not good. You know what you want to do? You want to get out of there as fast as you can. And that's what I tried to do. But one of the judges in that competition, he stopped me. He said, hey, hey, wait a second. Wait a second. I want to talk to you. And he came over and he, he showed me a few things with the trumpet. And of course, he was a, a, an, an excellent, excellent with the trumpet and excellent music. And he showed me a few things. And I'm standing there listening. And by the way, everybody is still in that room. The judges, the, my, my, my fellow students, the fellow competitors, all these people are in the room. And, and he was not unkind, but he was very emphatic. Like, this is how you do it. And this is what you need to work on and this and this. And I'm thinking... I don't think I'm ever going to enter another competition in my life anyway. Just let me out of here, please. And I remember that was what I was thinking on the inside, but I did my best to, to stand there and to listen and be respectful. And I said, yes, sir. And okay, thank you, sir. And all those things. And we got done and we got out of there. And I thought, thank the Lord that's over. I remember later that day, our choir director was talking to some of us and, and uh, he was talking about uh, the different competitions. He said it, and, and he said it, and I want to tell you something about Jeremy's competition. I'm thinking, oh no, don't say anything about Jeremy's competition. That was terrible. I was like, let's forget that ever happened. Praise God, there were not video cameras on cell phones back then, and there is no video evidence of that competition. But uh, he, he said, I want to talk to you about Jeremy's competition. I'm like, oh no, what in the world is he going to say? He said, you know, he said, I, I, I'm thankful for the fact that when Jeremy had the judge who was telling him, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. He said, I'm thankful that he was respectful. I'm thankful that he was listening. I'm thankful that he was, was taking it the way that you should take it when someone corrects you. And I thought, well, praise the Lord, I did something right. I didn't do the trumpet very well, but at least I listened to the judge. And, and I've never forgotten that. And I don't say that to, you know, toot my own horn or pat myself on the back and say all that. But I'm just saying I had some parents and I had some teachers and I had some coaches uh, in my life that instructed me. 
And I, I believe it's because of their influence that I was in that situation. And even though I didn't like it, even though I thought I'm never going to use this instruction anyway, I did my best to be respectful. I did my best to receive that correction. Now, I don't know how that affects you today, but maybe it's in your workplace. Uh, maybe it's with your family. Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it's with a, a spiritual uh, authority that God has placed in your life. Can I tell you, when people try to help you, when people try to, to show you the right way to do things, uh, don't attack them. Don't lash out at them. Don't, don't bristle up and get all mad and get all offended. Uh, be thankful that someone cares enough to try to help you. The Bible says a wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Uh, I want to be a wise son. Uh, I want to be a wise uh, Christian, and I want to receive the instruction. I want to hear, and I want to obey what God has to say. And uh, if God, if God uh, uh, wants to speak to you, I tell you what, he will. But you're going to have to listen, and you're going to have to get in the Word, and you're going to have to get under preaching and under teaching and get the Word of God uh, a part of your life so that you can receive that instruction uh, every day and receive that instruction that you need and that I need to be what God wants us to be. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, and God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.